No, we'll never let you down indeed. Tina Turner and Ike Turner with River Deep Mountain High from 1966, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, I'm back. Yes, folks, <laughs> the Iceman has returned, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to episode number 144 for Monday, June the 4th, 2018, however. And before we start the show, however, I want to say first off to my two colleagues, Mr. WCW himself from Trinity, North Carolina, Mr. Chad Hinshaw, and of course my radio tag team partner as always every Monday afternoon on Raw Radio for covering the bases last Monday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the ice mail was laid up, of course, for a little while, however, but he is uh, getting better, let's just say, and he is ready to... Uh, take you back into the Raw Radio Studios here one more time, ladies and gentlemen, as I have returned, however, after a week's sabbatical, let's just say, and we are ready to talk Raw with you this afternoon, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND, you can join us right now, and we hope everyone is enjoying this glorious weather here, I can tell you it's glorious here in Pittsburgh, it is absolutely breathtaking, 68 degrees in sunshine today, I'm sure it's warm down there in Front Royal, Virginia, where John is right now, John, as I said earlier, Thank you and Chad last Monday for covering the bases on Raw Radio, however, as I was away for the week, however. But uh, as we return, however, we have got quite a bit to talk about this afternoon, so we're ready to go. I can barely hear you. I said, yep, we do. All right, let's get into it. Of course, first off, the big story is what's going to happen next month. Yes, folks, next month, it was made official today, ladies and gentlemen, that John's favorite person, the dead man, yes, folks, dead man himself, however, the Undertaker, will be returning once again, ladies and gentlemen, this time to the famed hallowed halls of MSG, ladies and gentlemen. That will be coming up, believe it or not, in July. And the date for that, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you right now, however, is official. It will be announced that he will be returning July Seventh, He has not been uh, announced yet, however, who his opponent will be. But, John, this is the first time in eight years that the dead man will be making a rare appearance in the hallowed halls of MSG. This is good news for the WWE. Oh, yeah. 
And, of course, we will tell you in the coming weeks ahead how or who his opponent will be. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will let you know, of course. And if we hear anything before that, we will be sure to pass it along to you as well. Some other news to report, of course, going on in the world of hockey. And, of course, John's boys, the Washington Capitals, after coming off a big 3-1 win on Saturday night there at the MCI Verizon Capital Center, if you will, will be resuming their action in Game 4 tonight, hoping to take a 3-1 lead and one win away from winning the Stanley Cup for the first time in their history. History. Alex Ovechkin continues his hot play for the Capitals. John, can the Caps keep going, or will the Knights tie it up at two going back to Las Vegas later this week tonight? I think the Knights tie up at two. They could. I mean, they need this win desperately. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury didn't play a bad game on Saturday, but uh, he let up a softy early in the game, of course, by Alex Ovechkin, who has had a phenomenal postseason, 13 goals this year. Uh, the Knights have to win this game tonight in order to stay in the series. Otherwise, they could be down 3-1 in their series, and pretty much their first year of existence of winning the Stanley Cup could be pretty much out the window. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Now, is there seven games on, in this final? Yes, this is a seven-game winner-take-all. Correct, yes. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens tonight. I mean, we will definitely keep an eye on that tonight, folks, with game number four. And joining us live back on the line, ladies and gentlemen, he was off all last week as well, however, but he has returned to the Raw Radio Studios, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak hit, the showstopper, the main event, who is enjoying this weather as much as we all are here in the East Tower compared to where everyone else is getting socked in with the heat and humidity. It is the heartbreak kid, ladies and gentlemen, the RHUS and Pure Champion, ladies and gentlemen, and a Hall of Famer here on the radio network. Here is our good friend, Mr. Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome back to 144. Yep, thank you. We were just talking about the Stanley Cup, however, and uh, we want to get your take about tonight's game. John Wade-In says that Vegas ties it tonight. Can they do it tonight? i got to ask you. Yeah. I think so, too. It's going to be an interesting game, and as I said, they will be dropping the puck just after 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of which, later on tonight, check out John's Facebook rant on GRHS at Facebook.com. He will have a lot to talk about of what's going on down there in Houston, Texas, and we want to send out a special hello to our good friends, the Wolf Queen Heavy Metal. I just spoke with them a little bit ago. They are not attending the show tonight there in Houston, but they did say that the heat is unbearable down there, guys. It's 105 down there right now, and it feels like 125 down there. So, guys, knock on wood. We've had some good weather here in the east compared to what's going on down in the Midwest and the South, however, let's just say. Of course, we also hope to hear this afternoon from King NWO Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow herself, the First Lady of Wrestling, Michelle Lindotz, and of course, now the Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, who hopes to squeeze in here in the 4 o'clock hour. In the meantime, another story, Fonzie, we were talking about, of course, was what was going on involving the Undertaker. He announced today he will make his first appearance for the first time in eight years in MSG. i got to get your take on this, Fonzie. What's your take? What? What was it? The Undertaker next month has been announced he will be attending his first MSG show since uh, 2010, believe it or not, next month, however, at Madison Square Garden. What's your take? Wow. <laughs> That's all i got to say. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been competing since the Greatest World Rumble, of course, but uh, he will be making a rare appearance in the hallowed halls of MSG, one of the most famous arenas in all of the world. And speaking of MSG, however, uh, a very special man who used to call MSG events, however, is celebrating a birthday today. We'll talk about that in the birthdays and dates in just a moment or two. One final note to report, guys, however, going on, of course, the U.S. Open is in a few weeks, however. They're at Shinnecock Hills. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Of course, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Next week, however, we will give you 
give you our early predictions for the U.S. Open on who might win that tournament. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA Finals are heating up. Yes, folks, Steph Curry and Golden State are now off on John's uh, least favorite player, LeBron James, up 2 nothing going back to Cleveland. The Cavaliers, of course, lost a tough one last night, of course, despite putting up a good fight, however. But in the end, they came up short yet again. John, can we say that the Warriors pretty much have controlled the series and have controlled pretty much the entire postseason for that matter? Yeah, I think I think the Warriors have been controlling this this season. Yes, they have, and of Le- course, and of course, Steph Curry They're making a, a crybaby LeBron James. Well, I mean, LeBron's still playing well, and he's trying to carry that team as best he can. You got to give him credit, though. But yeah, Steph Curry had nine three pointers last night. He torched the uh, Cavs last night. Fonzie, what's your take on the Cavs Warriors series? <laughs> the domination by the Warriors. Oh, no question. I would agree. And like you said, both said, I mean, it's just been all Steph Curry. It's been all Kevin Durant. I mean, LeVon is trying to carry that team as best he can. Kevin Love, of course, returned to last night's action. Hopefully the Cavs cut into the series on Wednesday. We'll have to wait and see what happens as they return to Cleveland. But right now I think the Warriors are two wins away from pretty much sweeping out the Cavs and knocking LeVon's chances of staying in Cleveland out the door, too. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. In the meantime, we've got some great birthdays and dates to tell you about, Howard, from the last few days. So let's turn it over now to the human suplex machine. And when we come back, folks, Howard, we're going to talk about what last Monday night's Memorial Day Raw was like, Howard. However, as uh, John and, uh, of course, uh, Chad had their thoughts before the show, Fonzie and I wait after the show what happened, but we'll all talk about it here and give you our final thoughts about the show before we preview tonight's big show in Houston. So, John, go right ahead. Okay. 35 years ago today, Hulk Hogan and Tony Anaki by count when the International Wrestling Grand Prix Tournament in the WWE Championship, I mean the NWF Championship, whoops, Blooper. That's the right. long tournament featured 10 wrestlers Inoki, Hogan, Gilder Khan, Big John Studd, Andre the Giant, Rusher Kamara, El Kanique, Enrique Vera, Otto One, and Akira Maida. Competing in a round robin tournament with the two top scores facing off in a one match final to determine the winner. Hogan and Inoki finished with 37 points. Edging out Andre the Giant, who was on 36. Hogan's win over Inoki considered one of the biggest upsets in Russo history as Inoki vacated the title prior to the tournament and was expected to win that back. And you think about what if, I mean, think about this now, guys, okay? Think about this. And I know that I think they did this once, Howard, in Japan, too. And Oki and I think Tatsumi Fujinami took on Hogan and Andre. But just imagine if Andre had be, uh, stepped over Hogan and gone on to face Inoki in the final. That would have been a great final right there. I know. 31 years ago today in Buffalo, New York, the Hunky Tonk Man started his longest reign as the Intercontinental Champion by defeating Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to capture the title. He went on to have a reign of of that belt for 454 days, breaking Pedro Morales' record record from November 1981 to January 1983 until Honky Kong Man lost that title to the Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam in 1988. and, And the guy who actually has a record right now, who still has the record for the longest world champion with a belt, obviously, is Brock Lesnar. But uh, that's well, this, the, the this is the intercontinental title. But the longest I think anyone held the belt for, as far as I see, title reign was either the Miz in the, in the last ten years, might have been Miz or Diamond. I know what you're saying. 
Yeah. 22 years ago today, Raymond Neal Combs Jr., Ray Combs, as he was best known, was found hung in a closet in Glendale Adventist Medical Center Psychiatric Ward in Glendale, California, at the age of 40 years old. I remember this guy. He, I do, too. Um, he was he was, he he was, was a member. He was a for WrestleMania 8. Yep. And also a guest commentator for the 1993 Survivor Series. Yes, he was also the host of uh, Family Feud, of course, in the 90s, too. A very unique guy. Oh, yeah. shit. What's that? Nice. I was just yawning. No, I mean, uh, John said, I, I know you were yawning, but I didn't hear what John said. John, what did you say? Yeah. All right, 20 years ago today, Sylvester Ritter, known to wrestling fans as the JYD Junkyard Dog, was killed in an automobile accident in Fort Mississippi at the age of 45. I know because of that. Because of that. And he uh, was attending his daughter's graduation. Yes, and how, how sad is that? I mean, you talk about one of the greatest fun-loving guys. I mean, I grew up watching, I think we all grew up watching JYD. I mean, we could always tell... He was a part of the first WrestleMania. He ran in the ECW for a short time hour, but he was always uh, chewing on a bone, if you will. He liked to uh, terrorize Jimmy Hart and uh, the Hart Foundation, if you will. He always was good friends with uh, Hulk Hogan, Tito Santana. It's a shame. I mean, I, I just watched the Mid-South match of him uh, about three weeks ago. It was him and Butch Reed. I mean, you talk about a big feud back in the early 80s, Howard. Him and Butch Reed had some great feuds then. And speaking of death, as well, 15 years ago today, Freddie Blassie, known to wrestling fans as Classy Freddie Blassie, died of heart and kidney failure at the age of 85. One of my favorites of all time. I love that, man. Next and one of his last appearances was on Monday Night Raw when he told, Javon! That's right. I remember, I remember that. And of course, he, he it, it's so funny. He managed he managed uh, uh, some of the best. I mean, he managed Hulk Hogan early in his career. He would also, of course, manage other guys, of course, including uh, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, and led the Sheik to the title for Bob Backlund late 1983, early 84. He, of course, also managed George Steele for a time. And like I said, uh, was one of my top five fair managers. He's up there with guys like Paul, Paul Heyman, Bobby the Brain, Paul Ellering, and of course the Grand Wizard of Wrestling, Ernie Roth. Uh, he also, of course, uh, had some bouts with Captain Lou Albano, I remember, too. Yeah. Fourteen years ago today, an NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view in Nashville, Tennessee, the first ever King of the Mountain match. Jeff Jarrett regained the NWA World Heavyweight title over Ron I can't hear you. Hold on. What did you say? I can't hear you. Jeff Jarrett won a first ever King of the Mountain match to capture the end of the Styles, and who else was there? Ron Killens, Raven, and Chris Harris. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Our Truth, yes. Yeah. All right. Five years ago today, I mean, six years ago today, TNA announced via press release that the company was introducing. It's the own Hall of Fame. Yes. Um, the first man inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame was Sting. Kurt Angle was inducted in 2013. And Team 3D was inducted in 2014. Last year, uh, Earl Hebner was inducted two years ago, three years ago, as was TNA founder Jeff Jarrett. 
He's the only one, I think, who's also in the TNA and WWE Hall of Fame. Yep. Four years ago today on Raw from Indianapolis, Indiana, Dave Batista quit WWE for a second time. Just one night after Evolution was swept out of payback by the Shield in an elimination tag match. And also, the Shield disbanded because of Seth Rollins selling well, he didn't sell out. He bought here. He bought in, and he, they said there was always a plan B. That's right, yes. All right. Happy 37th birthday to Velvet Sky. Happy 41st birthday to the WWE champion, AJ Styles. And also, the 45th birthday for Desire. Who? And... and who turned 25, you said? What? Who did you say turned 25? 45. 45, or who turned 45, sorry? Desire. Okay. Trying to get, like, Luger's birthday up, because he's celebrating the birthday. Yep, he just turned 60. Happy birthday to the total package, if you will. You don't have to tell me that, because I got that now. And before we continue on, we want to remind you how Forzon gets into Sunday and today. That uh, coming up this week on Wolfpack, be sure to check it out. Nine o'clock, one three eight five two one pound. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check out this Wednesday our triple stacker beginning at six thirty with outside the ropes. Mr. W. C. Chad and Sean, myself, along with John and the rest of the gang, including Fonzie, will talk about the latest music, politics, sports, and movies, including some of the new movies out this week, including Ocean's Eight, ladies and gentlemen, and Hotel Artemis starring Batista. One four one three eight seven eight o'clock. We'll be back at the wrestling debate table coming up this week after having the preemption last week. Of course, coming up this week, one three nine nine two six. By pound, and of course we'll be on with Revolution talking about SmackDown and other news later on this week. We might have some trivia matches, which hopefully Mr. WCW will share with us later on today if he does come on the line. Of course, we'll be coming up this Wednesday, one three eight zero five five pound. We'll also talk about SmackDown recap this Wednesday night. Tomorrow night will be the Raw recap, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, be sure to check that out. Of course, John and I, along with Gerard, will have your news headlines for you and birthdays and dates, along with Fonzie and the rest of the gang. Of course, also we'll have the Wrestling Time Visit Machine Show Wrestling Revisited, one three nine nine two six. Be sure to check that out at seven p.m. Let's go to Sunday. Okay, 31 years ago today on Wrestling Challenge taping in Rochester, New York, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty beat Jose Estrada and Jimmy Jack Funk. Yes. But unfortunately, they were in trouble. Because Bret Hart called in his autobiography a drunken disturbance. Yes. Also returning to the WWE during the taping was Mr. T as he served as the WWE enforcer. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. We're just fine. You're fine. 29 years ago today in Boston, Massachusetts, Dusty Rhodes made his WWE television debut and a house show broadcast, a cable channel in the New England region. You're breaking out. What'd you say? Dusty Rhodes made his debut. Yes. Yep, and he in his debut, he defeated the Million Dollar Man. Yes, of course, that would uh, permeate with a big feud with uh, Sapphire and, of course, uh, Virgil, if you will. Yep, 27 years ago today, Stunning Steve Austin beat Bobby Eaton to win the WCW World Television Championship. Hmm. 16 years... 16 years ago today on Raw from Dallas, Texas, Bradshaw beat Steven Richards to win the WWE 
Hardcore Championship. And oh, Shawn Michaels made his return to the WWE as the newest member of the NWO. Yeah, and that really just never clicked, you know? Yeah, the last time he was in WWE programming was in the summer of 2000, and there were plans for him to return in some capacity, but they were scrapped after he was found backstage and in no condition to perform. And I think it was after that incident, however, he started to see the light and became very religious and started to trust in God, trust in God and his health and his uh, family and friends and everything like that. And he's been trying to, uh, he's basically been clean ever since, I believe. And also in the show's main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled his final Raw match, defeating Ric Flair in a pure wrestling rules match. That's right, I do recall that, yes. Yeah. Because the next week, Austin was supposed to job to Brock Lesnar in the King of the Ring tournament. That's right, and he walked right out the door. That's right. And he refused to do the job, said, F that, I'm leaving. Exactly, I do recall that, yes. Fifteen years ago today, a SmackDown taping in Anaheim, Rey Mysterio defeated Matt Hardy to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. That's right. Also, this show was noted for Kurt Angle making his return. Hmm. Fourteen years ago today, TNA taped its first ever episode of Impact from Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Eleven years ago today, WWE presented One Night Stand Extreme Rules from the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. That's right, I recall that. Yeah. Bobby Lashley won the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Candice Michelle beat Molina in a put-in match. There we go. Ten years ago today on a SmackDown tape in Los Angeles, California, Natalia beat Cherry, Layla, Maurice, Michelle McCool, and Victoria in a Golden Dreams gold star on a pole match. This was actually a qualifying match to crown the first ever WWE Divas Champion. There would be a second Golden Dreams match, but not until a month later. That match would be won by Michelle McCool, who would go on to win the Divas title at the Great American Bash. That's right, I recall that, yes. Yep. That Divas title has now retired. (laughs) And also, the same episode, Cousin Sal's Jimmy Killer Live fame defeated Santino Morella. Two years ago today, Cassius Marshallis Clay Jr., known to millions as Muhammad Ali, died of septic shock in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the age of 74. And, of course, we all know about Muhammad Ali's history in wrestling, of course, uh, battling guys like who we'll talk about on our next day here from today, uh, meeting him in the ring at one time. He also was a member of the first WrestleMania, and, of course, at one time became a member of WCW's uh, Goodwill Ambassador Tour in the mid-'90s when WCW did their South Korean tour. Yep. Do we have any birthdays? I do not see any. All right, let's go on to June 4th. Yes. All right. 
35 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Andre the Giant defeated Big John Studd. What makes this very historic is because the match between the two went on a staggering 18 minutes. It turned out there was a reason for that because of a front face lock went on for eight and a half minutes because Andre fell asleep during the match. No, seriously. 32 years ago today in Argel, Texas, Carrie Von Erich is injured in a motorcycle accident. Yes, and this this is what led to his downfall. I remember hearing stories about this. He had, I think he had to be, uh, like, uh, if memory serves me on this, however, and I, I uh, find it here, I just saw the story about it, however, I do recall that, however, this is uh, when he, uh, like I said, however, like I said, he, he did, however, mind you, however, had Russell with a prosthetic foot, however, and as a result, however, he also suffered a dislocated hip, and then his damaged right foot had to be amputated, believe it or not, just so sad, and se- seven years later, we were losing at the age of 33. <laughs> Fifteen years ago today at SmackDown taping, Billy and Chuck won the WWE Tag Team titles again over Rico and Rikishi. Rikishi and who? Rico. Rico, oh yes, uh, one of their former uh, guys. Yes. <laughs> Nine years ago today, WWE re-signed Chris Master. Seven years ago today, Mick Foley requests and is granted his release from TNA. Five years ago today, TNA released Todd Kennelly. Four, five years ago today as well, Spike TV announced that they've signed former UFC light heavyweight champion Quentin Rampage Jackson to appear on TNA and Baltimore MMA programming. And you can hear karaoke in the background, people. And it's a happy 45th birthday to Mikey Whitbrack. And also today would have been the 80th birthday of Gorilla Monsoon. I can tell you you this. One year ago, Extreme Rules, I remember this, Miz beat Ambrose to win the Intercontinental title in Baltimore. And Samoa Joe went on to win a fatal five-way match to take on Brock Lesnar. That's right, the following month. But, yes, uh, happy 80th birthday to probably one of the top five, not one of the top ten greatest announcers of all time, the late Gino Morella, if you will. However, one of my favorites growing up, our uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, also, is that it? Is that all we got? I can't hear you. That's it. Well, we do want to wish two other birthdays real quick before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 62nd birthday to Joe Malenko, the brother of the Iceman, Dean Malenko. And happy 45th birthday to former ECW Tag Team and World's Champion, Mikey Whipwreck, who turns 45 today. So happy birthday to all those gentlemen as well. So thank you very much, John. Let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound for Monday, June the fourth, twenty eighteen. Six four eighteen, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at episode one forty four. And yes, folks, you got the Iceman back here along with the human suplex machine and the heartbreak kid here after being off a week how due to a let's just say a health issue, let's just say uh who will be taken care of later this week, however, and hopefully he'll be feeling much better. I mean, he's feeling a lot better, let's just say, but uh, he's still 
getting better day by day and recovering. But uh, last week, however, was not a fun time. And I do want to thank, again, John and Mr. WCW for filling in, however. And we are glad to have back on the air with us for the first time in two weeks, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonty. Gentlemen, let's talk about last Monday night's show, however. We definitely all weighed in our topics however, over the week, however. I know Fonty did speaking with me offline. John, you did the same as well as on all of our shows as well. we got to get your take, however, about this again. Uh, we'll start with you first, John, however. What was your thoughts about the Memorial Day edition of Raw last week in Richmond? It was a little okay, but it's still. Yeah, I would definitely agree, especially with uh, what happened with some of the things that they did, including the stupid B-team barbecue, if you will. That was one of the things that was really dumb. Of course, we saw what happened involving Elias and uh, Seth Rollins, and they have now made a match with those two, believe it or not, that it's official, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, of course, one of the things we will be uh, talking about, ladies and gentlemen, however. Um, Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to get some other news here into the studio here in just a little bit, but we'll talk about that here shortly. Fonzie, let's go to you next, however, mind you, however. What were your thoughts about last Monday night's show? Garbage. (laughs) Oh, there you go. That's all needs to be said. Okay, uh, there you go. All right. Uh, I don't think. I hope it gets better tonight. Uh, well, we got an interesting show tonight, and we're going to talk about that show as we take a look at the preview right now and give you our early thoughts, however. Uh, we have got four matches listed for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. In case you're wondering, again, it is down there in Houston, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, the Lone Star State of Texas will be the spotlight location tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for the show. And here are the matches that have been listed right now, ladies and gentlemen, for tonight's show. And here are the matches that are listed as follows. First off, it will be Finn Balor taking on Kevin Owens, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Finn Balor will be taking on Kevin Owens, if you will, our one-on-one. The Beast Among Men, Mr. Monster in the Bank, as he's calling himself. Braun Strowman will take on the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And I don't think Bobby Roode's going to be feeling glorious after this, let's just say. Also, Nia Jax will be taking on Italia, I believe. Either in a title match or a non-title match. I have not heard yet if that'll be a title or a non-title matchup yet. And also, ladies and gentlemen, just announced over the last couple of days by GM Kurt Angleheart, it will be a tag team battle world to decide who will get a shot at Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt at Money in the Bank. Hour. Some of the teams that are included, including the Revival, the Ascension, the B Team, and of course, uh, we believe there's one or two more teams thrown out there. Overall, they will be going up against the Stanley Cup Final. Like Fonzie said, hopefully tonight will be a good night, so I don't have to ask him again what he thinks. John, i got to ask you, so far we got these four matches listed for the show in Houston. You missed the one. You missed the one. Which one? Seth Rollins and Elias. Oh, yes, yeah, Seth Rollins and Elias are going to have a confrontation with one. And, yes, I believe that will be announced tonight, too. Maybe you're right, Fonzie. Thank you. I, I didn't see title match. Yes, I believe that is. Yes, I believe that's tonight as well. You're right. So, uh, Fonzie had to correct me on that. Thank you very much, there, Fonzie. Yes, indeed. However, uh, so we got five matches listed. Uh, so there you go, uh, John. I got to ask you point blank, Carol, your thoughts about tonight's show in Houston. Uh, this should be a good show. Well, let's hope. I mean, last week's show was not very good. They did a 1-7 rating, if you will. Very, very putrid. Of course, on SmackDown, it was not much better, if you will. However, we do know that two SmackDown matches have been listed for tomorrow night in Corpus Christi by GM Page. It will be Charlotte Flair taking on Becky Lynch, my girl, if you will, one-on-one, however. And then, ladies and gentlemen, in an intergender match that was just announced, however, also this weekend by the GM, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. 
Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, we, like I said, however, we will tell you right now, however, ladies and gentlemen, that match I was talking about, however, is this following, however. It will be, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, what was it? Oh, yes, I remember now. It is, of course, it will be Jimmy Uso and Naomi, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Aiden English and Lana Howard in a mixed tag team matchup, so there you go. Also, ladies and gentlemen, up there in Ontario, we understand, last night they did one night only taping shows, however, and ahead of uh, the Zero Fear pay-per-view special that will be coming up by Impact Wrestling. We do understand, guys, how there are two good matches on the show. However, one of them, however, was Pentagon Jr. from Lucha Underground defeating Eli Drake and the Moose in a three-way. And two guys who used to work in WWE together actually stole the show, however, in the semi-main event involving Austin Aries, however, and Rich Swan. John, uh, your thoughts about these uh, two matches? They should be good to, to go. Uh, should be very good to see the, the latest Howard will definitely be watching these matches very carefully. Of course, Rich Swan did sign with Impact a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, and along with his wife, Howard, Sue Young, however, is now in uh, Impact Wrestling, if you will. And right now, we can also tell you right now, a good friend of ours is in the chat box right now. We would like to say hello to him, John, myself, and Fonzie. Say hello to you, sir, Howard, as he is in the chat box, ladies and gentlemen, we want to give him a special shout-out to uh, our friend down there in the Sunshine State of Florida, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, as he is saying hello to all of us, so we say hello to you. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about these two matches involving uh, the matches I mentioned uh, that will be coming up on uh, Impact maybe this week. Austin Aries versus Rich Swan, former WWE wrestlers, now in Impact together, however, fighting one another. And, of course, Pentagon Jr. in that big three-way with Eli Drake and Moose. Wow. Could be interesting. Indeed. And we also understand that TNA, however, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, has had reports, however, that Sammy Callahan, believe it or not, however, did get into a little bit of a, let's just say, shouting match with one particular wrestler over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, however, and that was Bully Ray. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep you up to date, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, of what's going on involving, however, uh, CM Punk and... Uh, the Dr. Aman trial, which, of course, now is entering its fifth day. And speaking of our truth, Ron Killings, we did mention him earlier. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is coming out with a new single, however, simply called That's with a Z, Endurance, which is streaming on weonradio.com. It is produced by JTRX and Manish Mania. So there you go. Speaking of music, ladies and gentlemen, we heard last week, ladies and gentlemen, there was one particular wrestler who, well, let's just say, found it the need to, uh, let's just say, involve himself in music, however. We know who that was. It was the former, uh, let's just say, guy, however, who was S-A-W-F-T, however, and let's just say his creative controversy wherever he goes, however. John, I imagine you saw the video, however, and if not, however, I imagine you heard about it. Let's get your take on the matter of this whole thing involving you-know-who doing his latest rap video. Uh, never saw it. But uh, your thoughts about him doing a new, uh, doing a rap video? I mean, what do you think about this whole thing involving him? However, and the way he's been uh, talking about the way things are going on. In fact, how we understand earlier today, this is funny. I think he's full of it. I would agree there too. How and in fact, according to Mike Johnson, PW Insider, how there is more speculation on why WWE let him go. And this is the story now from what we've heard. This is what he says about this person. This person was not released just for the allegations that was described to him by several people who worked for the company and worked for the company. 
but that was more of a last straw situation. There had been times he had rubbed the members of the locker room the wrong way. There were times he had kind of said things they didn't want him to say. There were ways that he carried himself, but this is like, okay, we've had enough, and it's time to make a change, to use the old adage from Owen Hart. Uh, so uh, thank you very much there, uh, John. Fonzie, what's your take about you-know-who uh, trying to find himself getting into trouble yet again, especially with his new rap CD and the way we just heard these comments uh, just uh, being uh, heard? Yeah, I think uh, pretty dumb. <laughs> I would agree. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. However, no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll definitely be watching that very carefully. Uh, a quick side note, however, ladies and gentlemen, for you NXT fans, ladies and gentlemen, NXT will be returning to the Northeast Tower in the following cities, Howard Lowell, Massachusetts, and Asbury Park, New Jersey, before the Brooklyn Show in August. Tickets will go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m., folks. That's right, 10 a.m. And if you're looking to find out what dates they're going to be attending the Lowell, Massachusetts, and Asbury Park Show, they will be hitting on August 16th and August 17th, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go, right before the Brooklyn Show for TakeOver 4, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be very interesting, to say the least. Of course, SummerSlam, as you know, of course, will be coming to you live this year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm just trying to find it here. Give me a minute here. I'm trying to find out what day it is this year. I just saw it. It will be held. It will be on, uh, where is it? Here it is. August 18, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, August 18, ladies and gentlemen, in Brooklyn, New York. Now, here are the matches that you will see at the TakeOver show in Chicago coming up a week from this Saturday. It will be the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong defending their belts against Danny Burch and One Larkin. Alistair Black will defend his belt against Laura Sullivan, the Beast. Johnny Gargano and Thomas A. Chiappa continue their showdown, however, this time in a street fight. And just announced on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, it has been made official, according to GM William Regal, over the weekend, it will be the Velveteen Dream taking on Ricochet. So, folks, those four matches have been listed. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard a rumor that Shayna Baszler will be taking on Nikki Cross for the NXT Women's title, so that could be five. John, from top to bottom, Chicago looks like it's going to be a pretty good show coming up next week. Yes, it does look like a good show. Indeed. And, uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the NXT show in Chicago? Yeah, I gotta agree with John. Certainly, good points indeed. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, John, if you want to handle the plug, anything else you want to discuss with Fonzie, real quick, I have to step out for a couple seconds. I will be right back, and when I come back, we'll have some more to talk about. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. IDs one three seven four four pound. Yes, this is Raw Radio. We are JD is back, and he's feeling much better. And hopefully you are, too. Very nice out here on the East Coast, but it wasn't really nice this weekend because of all the rain. Yep.
two states for the price of one. No, we're not making it up. You don't have to buy it at the Northwest, however, all the way out there to uh, the Beaver State, if you will. You can only go to the Buckeye State if you're living in the Buckeye State, attending a very special meet and greet with everyone's favorite A-list actor, The Miz, at 3022 Navari Avenue in Oregon, Ohio, 43616. Two weeks of this Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Two weeks in Navari, okay? Okay, welcome back, John. And he will be signing autographs for you, Fan Tower, coming up there in Oregon, Ohio, right before the SmackDown Live show. She was tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, there, right before SmackDown Live commences in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, let's tell you where else you can catch out the superstars uh, doing a meet and greet. Uh, of course, on the 22nd, of course, from this coming Friday, you can meet at the WAMU Theater uh, in CenturyLink Event Center, ladies and gentlemen. In Seattle, you can meet Shinsuke Nakamura, possibly the NXT, NXT two-time champion, if you will, and the future of maybe world champion. My girl, of course, the last kicker herself. And, of course, the Jersey Shore ho wannabe Carmella, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on the 22nd. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, however, two weeks on this Sunday are at high noon. That's right, high noon uh, Pacific time, I believe. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I think, however, or from 9 in the morning until 1 p.m., however, California time, however, unless I'm mistaken, however, unless it's from 12 to 4 Eastern Time, however, which would be 9 to 1 Pacific Time, but it could be from 3 to uh, possibly maybe uh, 7 p.m., however, two weeks from this Sunday. Come meet the Bella Twins. Yes, folks, Nikki and Bree, the fearless ones, of course, will be signing autographs and talking with our fans at the Sacramento Convention Center in Sacramento, California. Coming up two weeks from this Sunday. Now, here's where you can check out all the action this week at a facility near you. Of course, tonight in Laredo, they will be at the Laredo Energy Arena in Laredo, Texas, at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi tomorrow. Uh, NXT this Friday, however, will be coming to you live from Donington Park in Derby, England. That is a 1 o'clock afternoon show this Friday. It's the superstars of NXT, I believe, will be heading off to Europe this week. They will also be doing another show there on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., if you will, believe it or not. Now, as far as the Raw and SmackDown brand goes, uh, WWE will be live at the Mississippi State Fair Coliseum in Jackson, Mississippi, coming up on Friday. Saturday night, they will be at the Vaughn Braun Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama, as well as the Monroe Civic Center in Monroe, Louisiana. Tuesday, or excuse me, next Sunday evening, they will be at the Bancourt South Arena in Tupelo, Mississippi, and also the CenturyLink Center in Boiser City, Louisiana. Next Monday, NXT will be coming to you live from Gay Paris. Yes, folks, Paris will be the locations where you can catch out your favorite superstars in Paris, if you will, as they will be wrestling at the Cirque du Hiver Arena, if you will, while the SmackDown brand, ladies and gentlemen, will be compete at the First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is, I believe, not that far away from our uh, one of our fellow women, if you will, the Empress of Tomorrow, if you will, Amory Rickenbach. So, and in case you're wondering, that's where they'll be next Monday. Next Tuesday, Superstars will be in Antwerp, Missouri, uh, Belgium, if you will, for the NXT brand. Uh, then, of course, they return home, however, to do shows. Thursday, the 14th, Broadband Arena in Louisville, Kentucky. The Old National Events Plaza on Friday the 15th. Of course, the Superstars will be in Dory, Illinois, however, two days before Money in the Bank. Of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, however, they will be doing a very special uh, thing however, for TakeOver next day, which starts at 6.15. But, folks, here's some news that you might want to listen up with on this one, folks. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, at 4.45, join the Ultimate VIP Experience in Chicago next 
Saturday. That's right, next Saturday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, these days have just been now added, ladies and gentlemen, to the SummerSlam Heatwave Tour. Sunday, July 29th at 5 p.m. at the Oceanfront Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. The Giant Food Center in Hershey, Pennsylvania, also that night. At, that will start at 7 rather than 5. And then Saturday, August 4th, ladies and gentlemen, 7.30 p.m. at the North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Carolina. Now, tickets for all these shows will go on sale, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday morning. So get your tickets now, folks, if you want to see some great action, however. Uh, let's see, some other news to report. I'm trying to find out if I have any news to report. I'm going to respond to you. John, want to share something with us right now. Guys, do you have anything to report right now? No. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Okay, well, right now we do know, however, um, that there is some baseball going on this afternoon. However, ladies and gentlemen, in the first of a twin bill, however, the New York Yankees are leading the Detroit Tigers right now in the ninth inning, 7-3, to three, if you will, however. And so that is uh, going on as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as we mentioned, the first of a twin bill, of course, this afternoon. Of course, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, of course, yesterday did lose, however, my boys, however, 3 of 4 to the St. Louis Cardinals. And almost got no hit by Kenny or Michael Walker yesterday, who ended up with a one-hitter, if you will. And as a result, the Pirates only could manage two hits. They are off, of course, today. They will be resuming back their homestand for a brief homestand, shall we say, if you will. Coming up, of course, uh, this uh, beginning tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, for the first of three games. Of course, we'll have to wait and see what happens there, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you right now how, uh, believe it or not, for the first time in literally 10 years, this was just made official, I believe, over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and it will be made official, I believe, later this week, ladies and gentlemen. The PGA Tour has announced, ladies and gentlemen, after 10 years, however, after a 10-year hiatus from Detroit, Michigan, it will be returning to the Motor City. Yes, folks, Quicken Loans, of course, however, has decided, however, that this will be the last year, ladies and gentlemen, they will be hosting the event in Washington, D.C., and as a result, however, they will be hosting the event at the Detroit Golf Club next year for the first time, however, in that state's area since the Buick Open in 2009 took place at the Warwick Golf and Country Club. As a result, this will be the last year it will be held just outside of the nation's capital in your neck of the woods. John, i got to ask you your thoughts about this. Wow. Indeed. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, of course, now that they are heading up to Detroit, if you will, Howard. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Of course, as we said, the U.S. Open is next week, ladies and gentlemen, at Shinnecock Hills, however, in Long Island, New York. However, it's going to be a very, very interesting time. Um, looking at the uh, tickets right now, it's absolutely insane what's going to be happening there. Of course, the festivities get underway next Monday, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, we're going to tell you about it right now, of course. Uh, let's see here. We're going to take a look at the course. I'll give you an early uh Let's see about this here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, there is qualifying going on as we speak, however. And let's see, however, like I said, we're going to give you an early uh, breakdown of the uh, facility, if you will. Uh, so bear with us here, folks. It is, however, uh, let's see here. I'm just looking here. Like I said, we're looking at these uh, holes very, very carefully. Uh, like I said, however, I uh, just saw it. So bear with me here, folks. I can't remember. But uh, we know Tiger Woods, of course, uh, will be among one of the big names, however, in the field, however, along with Phil Mickelson, among others. Uh, it should be very, very interesting to see what will happen there, however, 
as uh, we're going to be in for a real fun time here in just a few weeks, however, if you will. Uh, looking at the course, however, the course ratings here, I'm just looking at right now here, folks. It uh, has not been announced yet what they will be determined as. The last time they had the course uh, this way, which was back in 2004, it measured how at literally under 7,000 yards. It had a slope of 140, and it played to a rating of almost 75. John, I would imagine it's going to play a lot longer, a lot tougher, and guys like Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, they're going to have to bring out the big dogs to play this tough course. Your thoughts about the uh, U.S. Open? Well, that should be an awesome one. It should indeed. I mean, we saw what happened, of course, last year, of course, and the year before when it was held just outside of London, my neck of the woods at Oakmont Country Club last year, of course, it was very exciting to see what happened at Aaron Hills there in Wisconsin. Fonzie, what's your take of the U.S. Open? I mean, two years ago we saw what happened at Oakmont. The last time they had it at Shinnecock, as I mentioned, which was literally, however, uh, 14 years ago, it was under 7,000 yards. This time it might go over 7,000, and it seems like it's going to play a lot tougher and a lot more meaner for the big guys out there on tour. Yeah. And uh, I would have to ask you guys right now, if you had an early guess, uh, if you had to take one name out of the big field, how I mean, we don't know we know some of the big names that are going to be in the field. That's obvious. But right now i got to ask you point blank. If you guys are looking at one or two big names, however, the question is who could win this tournament? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say uh, possibly someone like maybe uh, possibly maybe Bubba Watson is my first pick. And if I have to pick an alternate, I'm going to take Ricky Fowler as my uh, two picks. John, who are your two uh, that you look at? I'll today? agree with you. All right. Fonzie, what about you? Uh, I'm going to say Jordan. Jordan Spieth, yep. Very good choice there, yep. Uh, and the second one, uh, uh, McElroy. McElroy, ooh, Rory McElroy, that's a good pick, Rory McElroy's a very good pick, well, we'll see, I mean, like I said, guys, I mean, we will see, I mean, the fun gets underway a week from today, however, with the practice rounds, and of course, next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, that's when they overall tee it up on FS1 and Fox Sports, if you, uh, Fox Sports, if you will, it is going to be a crazy week to say the least. Of course, we'll see what happens later this week. Of course, the golfers go down to Memphis, of course, this week at the TPC Southwind course at the St. Jude's Tournament. Of course, yesterday, Bryson DeChambeau, if you will, however, did win uh, Jack Nicholas's Tournament, if you will, there at Mirfield Village in Ohio, if you will. And uh, that was very, uh, very entertaining, let's just say. Uh, let's just say. So there you go. Uh, let's see, some other news going on. Of course, it's 5 to 4 now. We're keeping you up to date if we hear anything new. Uh, we're definitely watching here on the uh, ticker here and uh, just enjoying this very warm, breezy, fall-like day. However, when it's not feeling like fall, it feels like it's like late the well, well, it feels like fall, I should say. I made a mistake. It feels like fall. I mean, it doesn't feel like uh, early part of June, the first week of June and summer yet, but it's coming, folks. And like I said, this will be held, of course, the U.S. Open will be held, as I mentioned, 90 miles east of New York City, of course, coming up next week, ladies and gentlemen. Not this week, next week. So there you go, some interesting uh, scenarios there. Uh, let's see here. In the meantime, guys, let's see if we got some other news, however, we're going to report here. However, I did see a couple of other news and notes items here. I just want to pull up here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. Okay, here we go. Uh, we understand, however, mind you, however, 
Uh, like I said, another person who will be at making her MSG in-ring debut on that same venue, I can tell you right now, guys, I'm just reading this now, believe it or not, however, is when uh, it will be Ronda Rousey. So, yes, folks, Ronda Rousey will be making a rare appearance there, there ladies and gentlemen, however, as uh, her spe- she will make a special guest appearance there as well, however. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Roman Reigns will be returning to action tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as well. Uh, he will be back on action for the first time, however, in a couple weeks, of course. He was off last week spending time with his family, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, so there you go. Uh, let's see some other news going on. Da, 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 da. Uh, we do understand that Oscar and Carmella have been, uh, let's just say, trading tweets with one another here, mind you, however. And uh, here is what they've said as of like, This is what happened over the weekend, however. Carmella said the following. Who is Oscar? Empress of yesterday. Stoppable. Beatable. She used to be what I am today. Nobody is ready for Mella. Hashtag money in the bank. Oscar simply responded by saying the following. Her saving grace was her sense of humor, but it's a pity that she has no sense of humor. So apparently they're trading barbs with one another, let's just say. Uh, John, your thoughts about the ongoing spat between Carmella and, of course, Asuka? Oh, this should be interesting. And, of course, we will be seeing them, of course, coming up at Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen, of course, for the women's title. That will be very, very interesting, if you will, of course. Also, we understand, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, that we understand, I don't know when it's going to air, but we understand that Stephanie McMahon will be appearing on the latest episode of Celebrity Boss, if you will, however, Undercover Boss, we understand, however, in the next few weeks, however. That being said, how we'll have to wait and see what happens. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, however, that, uh, let's see here, we understand, however, uh, okay, nothing there, okay, so, yeah, nothing to report there, but uh, that's what's going on right now. Uh, Bonzi, your thoughts about the ongoing tweet war between Carmella and also Asuka? Yeah, let's get it on. Indeed, indeed, and we'll have to wait and see what happens, of course. Also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, there has been, uh, let's just say, our, a war of words between Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Chiapa in preparation for their big street fight that will be coming up in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. And here's what was listed over the last week. Johnny Gargano said the following. The match ended in New Orleans because you tapped out. In Chicago, I will not give you that option. I'm going to make you suffer. This one will end when you do. Hashtag NXT TakeOver Chicago. Hashtag Chicago Street Fight. Meanwhile, Tomasio Chiapa, who is known by the name Blackheart, said the following. Well, the old man is half right. Don't be fooled by him, though. He's not crazy or unhinged or a monster or dangerous. He's a boy. A scared, fragile, weak, pathetic little boy. John, your thoughts about the ongoing war between Gargano and Chiapa? Johnny, you there? Apparently, we lost John. I don't know what happened to John. Hopefully, we'll have her ba- him back on the line in a few minutes. Uh, Bonji, let's get your take of the ongoing comments between uh, Gargano and Chiapa. <laughs> pretty interesting. It will indeed. No question about it. It will be very interesting. Of course, we'll see what happens, of course, coming up at Money in the Bank. Of course, we know that these two have had some very interesting history with one another, of course, as teammates and also as rivals. We saw what happened back in New Orleans in April. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, time will only tell. Also, we understand that, believe it or not, Howard, Jason Jordan will be returning to the air tonight. That's right, folks. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm not real excited about it either, but for the first time 
in three plus months, however, we're going to hear from Jason Jordan either in the ring, however, as a promo, or maybe doing something backstage with uh, Papa Kurt Angle, if you will. We don't really know yet. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, overall, so uh, that being said, that's what's uh, on tap for tonight, however. Uh, apparently, John is still offline, however, so we hope to hear back from John here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Again, uh, John kind of must have gotten bumped, however, somehow, some way. Unless he's returned to the line. Johnny, are you back with us at all? Okay, John's returned now, apparently. John, are you back now? Yes, John's back on with us. Okay, John, welcome back. We lost you there. Uh, I just uh, was talking to Fonzie about the tweet by Chiapa and Gargano. i got to ask you your thoughts, however, about the uh, ongoing war. My bad. That's okay. Uh, let's uh, get your thoughts about these two. Um, yeah. What a war this has been in NXT. It has indeed. It has really been a very interesting one, no question about it. I would agree, however, no question about it. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Uh, if you want to, again, handle the plug, I, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, I got it. I mean, John, I already told John, uh, this is customary, however, because of what, what's happened to me. I got to take care of this again. John, I'm going to give out the plug again, and you want to talk about anything else that has happened in the past week, by all means, go ahead. I'll be back in a few. Okay, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Uh, needs one three seven four four pounds, and yes, join us until five o'clock. I can't stress that enough.
All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. All right, uh, let's take a look at some other things going on, however, see what's popping up today, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, as you know, as we mentioned, of course, uh, a lot going on uh, this week, of course, with the box office report, of course. We're going to talk about that real quick. Of course, we are expecting, hopefully, again, Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, Chad Hinshaw to join us here in just a little bit, along with the Black Widow and King NW with R.T. Smith. So here is the latest box office report, and, of course, we'll repeat this coming up later on this week on Friday, on or not Friday, Wednesday, excuse me, on Outside the Ropes, and here is the latest movie report. Solo, a Star Wars story, however, took number one at the box office for the second week in a row. However, retained its spot, however, making $29.3 million. Deadpool 2, however, is number two with $23.1 million, however. So far in three weeks, it has made over $255 million on a budget of $110 million, while Solo is almost at $150 million so far. A Drift, however, on a budget of $35 million, however, made $11.6 million, however, in its opening week. Avengers Infinity War, of course, has made ten and a half more million and in six weeks' time has already made six hundred and forty three million, believe it or not. And Book Club, however, finished fifth hour dropping a spot, however, from fourth to fifth with seven more million. So far in three weeks it has made forty eight million thus far. The only other two movies that were in the uh, running this week included Action Point, of course, on a budget of nineteen million, made a very weak two point three million however, of course, Action Point is the one starring Johnny Knoxville, of course, the where he owns an amusement park, let's just say. However, of course, not very funny movie, got very poor reviews, of course. And Upgrade, however, which made only $4.5 million this weekend, of course, that is, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think who's in that movie, however. Like I said, it's just, I'm not sure who is in that movie, but long story short, that is not uh, very good, to say the least, Tower Art. Now, coming out this week, how are new movies out this week, folks? As we mentioned, how are, there'll be some interesting movies this week in theaters, of course, coming up this week, how are, and here is what you can see in theaters coming up this week. First off, however, it will be, however, Debbie Ocean, however, played by Sandra Bullock, as an all-female crew to attempt an impossible heist at New York City's Met Gala. Will she be like her uh, uh, cousin or brother, uh, let's just say Danny Ocean, however? Find out how our Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, Sarah Paulson, and Rihanna star in the uh, quirky action-adventure comedy Ocean's 8, if you will. Meanwhile, our Jodie Foster, along with Dave Bautista and Sterling Kane Brown, star in the action-crime uh, thriller Hotel Artemis, if you will. Set in riot-torn near future L.A., our Hotel Artemis follows the nurse, Played by Foster, runs a secret members-only emergency room for criminals and wannabe criminals, however. Who will get out of there alive and who will survive the night, however? Find out in this very unique movie, let's just say. Meanwhile, however, excuse me, however, uh, Hereditary, starring Tony Collette, Gabriel Byrne, uh, starring this horror thriller, however, in which in the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. Will it be good or bad? You be the judge. Find out in Hereditary. Meanwhile, however, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the story of iconic TV show Fred Rogers will be out this week, starring Joanne Rogers and Francis Scarborough Clemens. Of course, this is, I believe, not the one with Tom Hanks. Of course, Tom Hanks will be playing Fred Rogers in his Fred Rogers bio later this year, I believe, or early next year, will be coming out in a limited role. Meanwhile, Nick Offerman and Ted Danson and Tony Collette are team up and hearts beat out loud. A far and dark form an unlikely songwriting duo in the summer before she leaves for college, however, so be sure to check that out. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, one other movie to report, Westwood Punk Icon Activist. The first film to incompat... I can't say the word. The first film, the remarkable story of one of the true icons of our time, as she fights to maintain her brand's integrity, her principles, and her legacy. Starring Vivian Westwood, if you will. So, folks, those are just some of the movies you will see coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this week. And I can tell you right now, out of all the movies that look good this week, I think uh, Ocean's 8 might be pretty good. Hotel Artemis might do all right, but I don't think it's going to do very well, if you ask me. Next week, of course, we got some really good movies coming out next week, as we mentioned. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, including the movie Tag, based on a true story starring Ed Helms, however, and Jeremy Renner. Of course, Tag, of course, also stars Isla Fisher. Basically what it is, guys, and you're going to laugh at this, however, it's basically a semi-group of former classmates organizing an annual game of Tag that requires some to travel all over the country just to uh, uh, torture each other, let's just say. And as we said, uh, it also stars uh, Jeremy Renner from, of course, movies like... Uh, the uh, uh, movies we see in that you guys know of. Uh, let's see. The Hurt Locker. There we go. Uh, the Town, of course. And, of course, Ed Helms, of course, is also in the movie Isla Fisher, best known for her role as the crazy dits uh, in uh, Wedding Crashers, if you will. And Ed Helms, of course, from The Hangover. So, folks, there you go. Uh, some uh, very interesting movies coming out uh, in the next few weeks. And joining us live now on the line, I see... From Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, I was waiting for him to come on the line. He has joined us to give us his thoughts about what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. He filled in last week, along with John Howard, in the captain's chair for me. Howard, let's welcome him to the air, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he is Ric Flair's party-time neighbor, and of course, also, he has the biggest car on the biggest side of the hill, ladies and gentlemen, in Trinity, and he likes to brag about it all the time. Let's welcome him in now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 144. Yes, and as I said at the start of the show, I do want to thank you and John for filling in last week, of course, uh, especially you filling in for me for uh, my, uh, let's just say, ailment, if you will. I'm still recovering, though. I'm doing better. Uh, I'll be happy in a few days when this thing is done with, however, hopefully, and I can... I mean, I'm getting better, I can safely say, but I'm just still a little tired off and on throughout the day, but I'm getting better, which is um, okay. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Monday Night Raw from last week and also about tonight. Let's get your early take of last week's Raw Hour and what we might see tonight. We've already got five matches listed for tonight. Well, I'll got to say, once again, of course, as uh, you and John brought up last week on the course uh on the Tuesday edition of Revolution, of course, the Memorial Day edition of Raw was not really one of their better shows, as as has been a trend here in in recent memory. Uh, but of course, it, <clears throat> they're still trying to strive and thrive to find that uh, try to find that find that good vibe that will that will continue to uh, continue to keep them going. Uh, of course, like I said, with I'm sure the pressure of, uh, of course, coming up here in about less now, less than two weeks before, of course, uh, money in the bank pops up. You know, every every single loss, and of course, I have to say, I would have to say the same, of course, for SmackDown. All the superstars, of course, are really going uh, uh, gun gun forward and all as they try their best to continue to uh, 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 do their best at this upcoming pay per view. I mean. The what we've talked about before. Um, I also got to say this is going to be the second attempt. I do believe uh, that <clears throat> ever since after WrestleMania, 
of course, for both Raw and SmackDown superstars to compete on the same pay-per-view. And, and so far, of course, Backlash was proof in pudding that really the experiment is, so far has not really worked out the way they hoped. Um, but nonetheless, we'll have to wait and see what happens here tonight. Of course, like I said, more implications here coming up, of course, at four money in the bank here. Uh, hopefully it will be, of course, it will, as John and I talked about last week, all the shows, all these shows always look good on paper, but the thing is, what, what's got to be done is they got to, of course, uh, show that they can uh, perform what was was written down for them. And if they can, great. If they can't, well, WWE has no problem showing a lot of these people the door. So, right, so right. What happens? And of course, some of the matches that have been listed tonight are as Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Roode. We also know that Natty will beat Nia Jax. Seth Rollins to meet, uh, of course, Elias. That match has also been made official now, of course, for Money in the Bank. They also announced that Daniel Bryan and Big Cass has been made official, too. Also, we got the Battle World to see who will take on Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt. That being said, however, we do know that they will be going up, of course, with uh, some shows. Of course, we always talk about the main primetime shows. Of course, that being said, those, of course, being... Of course, uh, the Bachelor tonight, and of course the hockey game. Of course, going on with Game Four of the Stanley Cup Finals. Can Raw find a way to get back in the two-zero range tonight, or are they going to sink even further tonight? In your opinion? Yeah. Well, my my personal opinion is that I mean, we we read last week. I mean, John can vouch for this. We read, of course, what uh, and of course I definitely looked at the ratings for this last week. For example, you got to keep in mind that Raw came in number five behind. Uh, uh, about I think three out of the five that was in the cable ratings all had to do with the NBA, uh, one of the NBA final games. Yeah, it was uh, Game Seven and, between Houston and uh, Golden State. Right, and also another one was a show on VH1, Thanks. and then Raw came in right behind it at number five. So, so I mean, uh, they're going to have to try. They're still the one thing I think they're still struggling to do is to come up with something original. And because of, they're they're continuing to go back and and looking at they're recycling old storylines from probably the past ten or twenty years that they felt okay if it worked here then maybe we can do something with it because we might have a lot better means of of doing it like, uh, a lot of doing it a lot better than they used to do it but uh, we'll have to wait and see but I mean it's going to still take a whole lot of work I mean they're probably not going to be out of the woods by the end of the show tonight. But they're going to have to figure out a way to do so coming up before uh, Money in the Bank. I mean, in my personal opinion, if they want if they want to continue this experiment of having both super, superstars and both brands being on the same show. So, yep. And, of course, one of the matches I did mention, of course, is the Battle Royal. Of course, one of the guys that will be in the Battle of course, as I mentioned, is I'm tired of talking about these guys, but now they have a new T-shirt that says, B stands for best, and that is everyone's favorite. The B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, the Chris Catan, uh, Will Ferrell of the WWE, as I'm calling them now. Uh, also, earlier today, it was announced that The Undertaker will be returning to MSG for the first time in eight years. I've got to get your take on this with The Undertaker returning to Madison Square Garden. Well, it'll be a, tri- a very triumphant return and all that. Uh, obviously, it's probably going. I guess they're talking about it's probably going to be a match. Yes, yeah. July seventh. That'll be uh, right after the fourth of July. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it'd be great, great to see see him compete. I mean, like I said, I think you know him not being being on every being on every single time. I mean, just 
skipping skipping a little bit of time here and there. I'm sure he's doing is doing some good here. That's probably why he says that you know he that's probably why he's probably agreed to do it. And um, it'd be great to see, see him compete to know that he can still he can still perform. I mean that's great. Yes, they have not said who his opponent will be yet, and also Ronda Rousey will be making her first appearance as a member of the WWE Universe Tower in MSG. Speaking of the Universe Tower, I understand we've got some big competition coming up this week, possibly maybe depending on what happens. Tower, I will let you have the floor on that as you will give us your thoughts on that right now. Okay, all right, no problem. This is, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on here. As, of course, <clears throat> as we, of course, give you a brief synopsis of what will take place, this week here, uh, right after an episode, right after, of course, uh, tomorrow night, uh, rest and revisit it from 9 to 11. It will be, of course, Revolution as 138055 pounds. We will have a live video feed from NWA US built on tradition. We'll be talking about, of course, the latest wrestling news and views and also history and birthdays. Plus, also, we'll be talking about the results of tonight's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, also, of course, uh, this Wednesday night, don't forget outside the ropes. Uh, uh, let me see, what is that? One four one three eight seven pound. Uh, the latest pop culture news and also some uh, possibly some pop culture jeopardy. Uh, and also after wrestling debate from uh, eight to nine, of course, we'll have the Wednesday edition of Revolution, where we'll talk about tomorrow night's SmackDown. Uh, the latest wrestling news and views and history and birthdays as well. Um, also, of course, NWO Wolfpack. Uh, oh, by the way, Wednesday's Revolution will be from uh, GCWS, Beginning of a, of a Dream, by the way. All right. Uh, Thursday night's NWO Wolfpack, uh, Wrestling News and Views, History and Birthdays, live video feed from True Pioneers of Wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, that's 138521 pound, by the way. And fr- uh, Friday's Revolution will be from, of course, uh, our tribute group to the LWO, LWO US Latino Dynasty, uh, Wrestling News Reviews and History and Birthdays. And between sometime between tomorrow and Friday, uh, as JD did say, of course, like, we're, we're still trying to determine that. But uh, we hope to have, of course, the match for the NXT US North American title, of course, between the champion, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and, of course, like I said, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. We were scheduled to have it last Friday, but of course, due to uh, the the two little the two health scares from both JD and Fonzie, uh, we were unable to uh, to bring that here to you. But of course, we'll definitely like to folks keep everybody apprised of all that and let you know um, as to <clears throat> as to the status of that match. Plus, we may there are others that we do have to also take care of. So hopefully, we'll get you an opportunity to uh, to talk to. Uh, to try to get that taken care of here, uh, hopefully here soon. Also, don't forget Power Hour Saturday afternoon at five o'clock. As we're reviewing all the shows here in the radio network here this week, plus also, <clears throat> of course, uh, uh, Saturday's wrestling history, and also of course uh, uh, some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. <clears throat> so be sure to join us here for all everything going on here for the remainder of the week. Of course, wrestling revisited and revolution tomorrow night. Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution Wednesday night, Wolfpack Thursday night, and Revolution Friday night, as well as, of course, Power Hour Saturday afternoon. So, like I said, folks, be sure to continue listening for us here in the WWS Radio Network, and we'll keep you surprised on, uh, on if any, of course, if we have any changes on, as they say, on the card for any of our shows here this week. But we'll keep everybody apprised of that and hope to have uh, something, something more to tell you here really, really soon. For now there, folks, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, of course, as 
we now switch we now switch things back over up to Pittsburgh to uh, the Iceman Jerry Drama. All right, thank you very much, Chad. And, yes, also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, and we will remind you also about this next week, and I'm sure Chad will remind us all next week as well, that coming up two weeks from Sunday, what better than celebrate Dad's Day by celebrating it with money in the bank? Or cash in with your father, however, your uncle, your grandfather, or if you're a brand-new father yourself, however, by watching the WWE pay-per-view live from the Allstate Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen. That is a week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and bell time begins at 7 p.m., of course, next week we will talk about what's going on, how as far as that goes, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk about that next week, of course, of what's happening. We will also talk about, ladies and gentlemen, however, what's happening as far as, like I said, some other stuff going on, however, including, however, NXT TakeOver, if you will, from Chicago, as we hope to have another match or two listed in the card, ladies and gentlemen, next week. So, folks, that is going to be a very interesting time to discuss things next week. Be sure to check that out uh, a week from today. Uh, let's see. Some other news to report. There's not much, as I said, going on, of course. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup, of course, here in just a little bit, however, by giving you our early thoughts and whatnot, however, uh, as far as that goes. So be sure to check that out, however. We will definitely weigh in with our thoughts about that, ladies and gentlemen. However, so just bear with us here, folks. We're uh, taking care of some stuff here. As well, how I'm just uh, touching up on some stuff here, folks. So bear with me well, here. Well, while you're doing that, JD, I do have something that we can do. Uh, ah, go ahead, by all means, please. Uh, uh, according to, of course, uh, of course, a very infamous uh, website we've used here just recently, OnlineWorldOfWrestling.com. Uh, apparently, someone has come up with some uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, not a good one. Try them all today, but there are, we have found a, quite a few. Uh, Fantasy matchups that someone did back uh, back in 2011. All uh, right, we can do that. Yep, uh, that sounds good. And what I was saying about doing is, like, say, giving you what what the early thoughts was about uh, from from the, from the author of this story, but then also getting everybody's thoughts as to who they think would win the match. Okay, we uh, can do that, guys. You up for that? Don? Yeah, I'm up for that. Bondi? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yep. Bonds is the man. Bonds is the man. <laughs> hey, you missed that, man. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, here we go. The first match here, folks, and like I said, I'm just going by with what they have here. Uh, so we're just going to keep it just like that. It's a triple ladder match, a triple threat ladder match. Uh, no belt, no belts here at stage. Just a, just a triple threat ladder match. Sabu versus... Rob Van Dam versus AJ Styles. Ooh. And let me and why all thinking? Let me read you what just let me let me uh, read, read read what they have right here. Uh, this match would set the pace for the entire weekend's festivities. The crowd will be so into this action from start to finish. The fans will always respect and adore Styles and RVD and Sabu are tremendously popular. I remember seeing a triple ladder match during the early days, of course, of TNA that was simply amazing. It was between Styles, Low-Key, and Jerry Lynn. RVD should come out on top for this one just to make the fans happy. All three competitors would be in line to challenge for the light heavyweight title, defended by either possibly Brian Pillman later or Brian Pillman against Brian Kendrick. So that, that might be an interesting thing to do later on as well. Yeah, that would be very good. Uh, that, I mean, when we talked about AJ, uh, John mentioned it was his birthday over the weekend, believe it or not. We want to wish him happy 
Uh, how old was he, John, did you say? Uh, 41. 41. Yes. So, happy birthday to the phenomenal one, indeed, however. All right, let's get your record. It's Triple Threat Ladder Match. This, this, this is a good match to choose. I mean, it really is. Um, I'm torn with all three of these guys. But you know what? At the end of the night, however, i got to go with my gut and heart on this one. I'm going to go with Mr. Monday Night himself, the whole effing show himself, Rob Van Dam. I'm taking RVD in this one. John, what do you think, brother? RVD. Oh, sorry. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think? Hey, Jay Scott. Ooh, okay. There you go. All right, next one here, guys, is a six-man tag team jobber match. All right. All right. The Young Stallions, of course, Jim Powers and Paul Roma, teaming up with Lanny Poffo, before the genius, I guess, versus the Brooklyn Brawler, Iron Mike Sharp, and Barry Horowitz. Okay. Uh, you, you had to get some exposure to the Jobber Nation. You picked the six most memorable jobbers they could think of and set them loose against each other. The fans would be catching their breath in the triple threat match anyway. There would be lots of heckling towards the heel team. Lanny Papa would get to read a poem and throw frisbees to the audience. They've always heard rumors that the young stallions hated each other, so he had to have them start fighting and leave Papa by himself. Iron Mike would score the victory over Papa to win for his team. Barry Horowitz would pat himself on the back, and the brother would knock him out with one punch after the match. Uh, let me see. Let me see what else it was. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. So that that that's pretty much the uh, that's the synopsis according to this page. But JD, your thoughts on this? Okay, so Pat again, let's let's that. do it one more time. So it's Poffo, Poffo and the Young Stallions versus the Brooklyn Brawler, Iron Mike Sharp, and Barry Horowitz. I'm going to take Iron Mike Sharp and his team in this one. I'm going to go against the. Uh, Savage family on this one, Howard. I'm going to take uh, Horowitz, uh, Sharp, and uh, company. Uh, okay. John? I'm Mike Sharp. Okay. Uh, no, he's not a wimp either. <laughs> because he hated being called a wimp, you know. I just watched a match of his about, what was it, two months ago when he uh, was in action, Howard, and he hated being called a wimp. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to go with Savage. You're going to go with Paco and the Stallions, okay. Uh, next one here, a singles match here, guys. Billy Jack Haynes versus Mr. Anderson. I can only assume this is Mr. Kennedy. Um, yeah, this is my guess, too, I think, yeah. Billy Jack Haynes was a, was a guilty pleasure for a lot of fans back in the 80s, just like Mr. Anderson is now. Anderson will talk circles around Billy Jack in the lead-up to this match, but Haynes' power would catch the a-hole off guard. <laughs> Anderson would get Haynes up to the Green Bay plunge, but the Oregon powerhouse would slip out and lock in his patented Phil Nelson, forcing Anderson to submit from the pain. J.D., your take on this match? I am going to take Mr. Anderson. Okay. Uh, John, your take here. Same thing. Fonzie. Yeah, same. Okay. Next one up here, a tag team match. Ooh, this is a big one. Oh, this is this is uh, some big dudes here now. Keep this in mind, okay? Big, big dudes here. Big tag team match here, literally. 
Abdullah the Butcher teaming up with Big Daddy V versus King Kong Bundy and Big John Stud. And they, and Stud and Bundy had Bobby Heenan in their corner. For the moment you saw Big Daddy V de- debut on ECW, I thought he was an Abdullah the Butcher copy. Don't think you've ever seen anyone else make that comparison. If Big Daddy, if Big Daddy shared that dualist sadistic style, maybe he would have been around longer. Abby would have to take V under his wing and teach him how to be a madman. It would be Babyface taking on the longtime heel faction led by Bobby the Brain Heenan. It would be a moment where Bundy and V went head to head in the middle of the ring, creating big man moves. There's something fascinating about watching the big man clash, especially when they know what they're doing in the ring. Abdullah's, Abdullah's tactics would end up costing his team the victory after he pulled out a fork and sliced King Kong Bundy open, causing the blood to flow. <laughs> the referee would call for the DQ and then bolt to avoid Abby making good on his threats. He's going to try to keep the hardcore to a minimum, minimum, but there will be a hardcore division led by Samoa Joe as the champion. Hmm, interesting. Uh, what do you say here, J.D.? Abdullah and Big Daddy versus Buddy and Bundy instead. Well, you talk about Abaddon. I mean, you got some big, bo- four big of the biggest in there. However, you got Stud 360, 350, 360, Bundy about 440, 450, maybe even pressing over 450. Abby was a big boy, and of course, Big Daddy V did a titchy dance. Da 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 da. Anyway, now I mean, this is going to be a good match. I'm going to go with Abby's team on this one. I mean, I, I just, I'll tell you, and there's a good site you guys got to check out, too, and I put some of the stuff up there in uh, World Wrestling Council, WWC. Of course, that was the promotion started by Carlitos, dad, the legendary Carlos Colon. I mean, if you want to talk about some old matches uh, going back into the 80s, Howard, there's stuff of Colon and Abdul the Butcher, Randy Savage, Savio Vega, Wendy Richter was there for a brief time. Uh, but like I said, I mean, you talk about some of the craziest hardcore matches of the time, however, before there was Terry Funk and Mick Foley or Ric Flair. I mean, there were some good ones too, but you go down to the Caribbean stuff, however, like in the mid-80s, like 84 through 86 or 87, Abdul the Butcher and Kohler Scalone, there were some serious blood feuds there between those two gentlemen. John, your take here? Um... Carlos Cologne. So it's uh, 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 the team Abdullah and Big Daddy V versus uh, King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. Okay, uh, and Bonte. Uh, I'm going to agree with John. So you're going to pick the same as, uh, the same as John, okay? All right. Yeah. All right, the next one here, guys, is an Intercontinental title match. And I'll skip what they say. I can give everybody time to, to mention a couple of quick things. Okay. The next one is an Intercontinental title match. Drew McIntyre defending against Jake the Snake Roberts, J.D. Drew McIntyre, you cannot go wrong with him. Okay. Uh, uh, John. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, Ozzy. Yeah. I'll be quite catchy, Fonzie. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason. You said Jason. Okay. They actually, they actually picked Jason. Uh, by, uh, putting a DDT on McIntyre. <laughs> okay. That's good. Uh, another tag team match here, guys. Teaming up with UG. 
Gene versus One Man Gang and Big Bang Vader. Baby. Gang Invader versus who? No, Billy Jim and Eugene. Uh, I'm going to take Gang and uh, his partner. You're going to get One Man Gang Invader, okay? Uh, John. One Man Gang Invader. Okay. Hello? Yeah, I'm right here. Fonzie. I'm going to say the same what John said. Okay, all right. We'll take uh, Gang Invader, of course. Uh, yeah. The next one is, is a singles match. Ooh. Uh, the, is the Big Red Machine Kane, who is a baby face in this case, versus Kevin Nash with Scott Hall in his corner. Kevin Nash is the heel in this. J.D., your thoughts? What's this one again? I'm sorry. Kane versus Kevin Nash. Nash versus who, sorry? Kane. Nash. Okay. John. I'm going to say Nash. Ozzy. Kane. There you go. All right, next one up here. Ooh, the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant versus Superstar Billy Graham, J.D. Superstar versus who? The Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. Ooh, and they did have some good matches, I remember, in the NWA in the early 80s, too. But this is when Superstar was nothing but the karate guy. He was all with the earrings and the sunglasses. He wasn't like he was in the 70s. Give me Superstar's Ram in the 70s, however, I would say he wins this one in a close one. Now that he's much older with bad knees, bad hips, I think Jimmy Valiant will beat him. But if this was back in, like, say, 78 or 79 or even 77, I would say... This would be a tough, tough call, but I'm going to go with Valiant Hauer, although my heart would say Superstar Graham, too, but I can't see Superstar Graham considering how beat up he is now and how much more trouble he has been in the last few years, however, by just shooting his mouth off of certain people. So I love Superstar. I love Valiant Hauer. They were great wrestlers in their time, but i got to go with the boogeyman himself here in this one. Okay. John. Superstar Billy Graham. Bonzi. Bad hips and bad knees. We're gonna take him to a uh, JD, boogeyman. You 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 gonna take the boogie boogeyman? Okay. All right. Next one is a tag team t- t- match for the tag team titles. It's a two out of three falls match, guys. The champions Bruno San Martino and Santino Morella <laughs> versus the team of Gorilla Monsoon and George the Animal Steel. JD. And talking about Gorilla, we just talked, John mentioned it was his birthday today. He would have been 80 today, believe it or not. So happy birthday to the great Gino Morella. Well, Gino, Gino fought George, I remember, a couple times in the 60s, however. And I know he fought Bruno, too. But uh, i got to stay true to my heritage here. And Fonzie would even back me in a heartbeat in this corner. you got to go with the Italian double duo of Santino and Bruno. There you go. Uh, John. Same here. Fonzie. Yep, the Italian, the Italian legend. <laughs> the Italian, okay. All right, this one's going to be interesting. This one, next one's going to be very interesting, guys. And if let's just say if MLD was here, we all know where she would be going to here mm-hmm. with this. A Falls Count Anywhere match. Handsome Harley Race versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, we know, oh, oh, we know where we would go with Michelle would go with this. Harley Race might be the king. He might be the eight-time champion. But you know what? However, even considering what Race was like back then, how he never met a tr- tough uh, wrestling collegiate wrestler like Lesnar. However, I mean, not to say Race went to college, but I will say this: However, he'll try to hang with him. It won't work. However, it's going to backfire on him. So you're taking. Lesnar. Same Lesnar. John. Uh, same. Okay. Fonzie. He said Lesnar. He said Lesnar. Uh, Suplex City. I did. I didn't hear what he said. He said Lesnar. Oh, Suplex City. Suplex City. Oh, Suplex City. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Okay. This one is a six-man tag here, guys. Pinning the team of the Dynamite Kid, Chris Benoit, and Davey Richards on one team. And the other team, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Jamie Noble, J.D. Ooh, good match here, and I like this one. And I'll tell you, there's a site on YouTube, guys, you want to check out. It's three hours of the best Dynamite Kid matches ever, including some of the stuff from uh, Japan with Tiger Mask. Uh, Malenko, Guerrero, Noble, three great cruiserweights against Dynamite Kid. Benoit, one of their fellow friends, however, and that this would go at least 15, 20 minutes. This would be a really good opener in any any venue, but you got to go with Malenko, Guerrero, Noble. I'm going to go with them in this one. This is a tight one as well. John. Yeah, I'll go with J.D.'s answer. Fonzie. Yeah, I'm going to agree with J.D. on this. Okay. Next up here is a singles match. Pitting the Ultimate Warrior versus a man who actually also celebrated his birthday this this weekend, the Total Package Lex Luger. <laughs> the bigger of the egos, who would be the bigger of the egos here? Would Warrior want to do business with Luger? That's the thing. Uh, I would say yes. This would be about six to eight minutes, maybe close to ten. I'm going to go with Warrior in a close one. John. Sing. The Ultimate Warrior versus Luger. Who? Lex Luger versus the Ultimate Warrior. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to say a a draw. Believe it or not, they said right here both of them would be counted out of the ring after they both fell out of it. I believe it. There you go. Fatal four-way elimination match here, guys. Kurt Angle versus Vern Gagne versus the Iron Sheik versus Lou Fez. D.D., your thoughts? you got four Olympians there, however, and four great uh, collegiate wrestlers, too, however, although Fez never went to college. I don't think Sheik went to college. Uh, I'm going to go Vern. Vern. Vern was very tough in his time, however. I mean, I, as much as I hate to go against Kurt, my hometown boy, I think Vern's going to pull off the upset. John. Um, yeah, I agree with Janie on that one. Fonzie. Third angle. Okay. Hey, oh, here's a good one, guys. A War Games steel cage match. Right. Okay. On one team, Sting, Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, 
the Patriot and Corporal Kirshner. All right. Versus your other team, the original Sheik, Bad News Brown, Don Morocco, Barry Wyndham, and Raven. I'm going to go with the Sheik's team on this one. Uh-uh, John. Uh, yeah, the Sheik. Uh, yeah, I found it. Oh. The Sheik. Who's saying? Who's Okay. Yes. Okay. Iran, number one. Iran, number one. USA. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one here. A tag team ultimate X match. The Killer Bees versus the Motor City Machine Guns. What was it? The Killer Bees versus the Motor City Machine Guns. I'm going to go the Motor City Machine Guns on this one. John. Motor City Machine Guns. Fonzie. I'm going to agree with John and JD. Okay. All right. All right, next one here is a singles match. As you got Ravishing Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan in his corner versus the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. J.D. Christopher Daniels versus who? Ravishing Rick Rude. A good match. Again, you got two good competitors, two of the finest. You can't go against Rude, however, here in this one. John. And I wish WWE would have a DVD of him. Um, They've got to pull one out of him. Yeah. Rick I, Rude. I, you'll say Rick Rude. Fonzie. Rick Rude. Well, you know, they got it. Okay, and Fonzie also said Rude. You yeah, know, I looking on it but not saying anything. Right, there you go. They put him in the Hall of Fame. The least they can do is make a DVD for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Sometime before the year's out early next year. You have to. Yeah. And by the way, I got the new Macho Man DVD, guys. I can tell you I've watched some of it. It is pretty damn good. Absolutely. I can't wait to see that. All right. A tag team four-way challenge here, guys. The Hardy Boys versus Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus the Rock and Roll Express versus America's Most Wanted. Four of the best teams right there, however. The Hardys, I mean, can they keep on going with their aerial actings? Can Rock Gibson and Warren keep it shining bright, however? Can the Briscoes show their uh, collegiate background and their amateur background? You know what? Yes, I think they can. I'm going to take Jack and Jerry on this one. John. Uh, the Hardy Boys. Ponzi. The Hardy Boys. They're the Hardys, okay. Uh, well, the, the, the hits keep right on coming here, guys. Uh, a cruiserweight challenge. X-Pac versus the Ultimo Dragon, J.D. Draw, because this would be tough to call. These two have had some, have had some good, real good chemistry, I think, with each other. Uh, John. Um, same. Ponzi. Okay, did he, did he say something? I'm sorry. He said, you just said same, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay so, so, okay, so, yeah, too close to call on that one. Next up here, guys, a submissions match. Bob Backlund with Arnold Scullin in his corner versus Daniel Bryan when he was doing the American Dragon, Bryan Danielson, AD. Draw. This will be a good half hour with these two technical ability. I'll be right back. Okay. John. 
I'll go with JD. Fonzie. Same thing. I go with Uranus. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just uh, let's see. JD, we'll be back in just a second. John, I'll go ahead and go to you first, and I'll come back to JD. Um, a singles match pitting the legendary Carl Gotch versus the Ugandan giant Kamala with Gary Hart in his corner. Kamala. Fonzie. Uh, I agree with John said. Okay. JD, are you back? Oh, thanks. No, you're right. No, okay. Uh, we'll be back in this minute. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that one for me in just a second. Ooh, I think I think JD might like this one, but John, we'll go for you for your first. A 30-minute Iron Man match, Mr. Perfect versus CM Punk. CM Punk. Fonzie. I'm going to go with a draw. Yeah, I would yeah. think so, too. I would definitely think so. Uh, J.D., are you back? No, I'm not. I'm in the Okay. That's the way that he gets back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you, do you remember that scene in what was it, Scary Movie 2 when the priest is there to do the uh, exorcism? He had to go to the bathroom. Release it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, here, all right, John. Here's another one here for you, and we'll come back. To, we'll come back to JT on several here in a minute. A ten-man Canadian Rules tag team match pitting Dino Bravo, Dino Bravo, Rick Martel, Chris Jericho. Lance Storm and Christian on one team versus Steve Carino, Davy Boy Smith, Owen Hart, Jacques Rougeau, and Pierre Louette with Gene Kaminsky, the special guest referee. I want Owen Hart's team to win. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree with John. Okay, okay, I'm back. Okay, let's go back. Let's get JD thoughts on some of them. See, what was it? There was two of them there uh, that he didn't get. Uh, three right here. Okay, JD, let's go back to these right here that John and Fonzie's already answered. The, the first one here was a singles match hitting Carl Gotch versus Kamala. Kamala. And the uh, and the next one here, I think, uh, we and we predicted you might kind of like this one. A 30-minute Ironman match. Hitting Mr. Perfect versus CM Punk. Raw. Yeah, I think Fozzie said the exact same thing. And what we just see right here, a 10-man Canadian Rules tag team match. Hmm. Bravo, Rick Martel, Jericho, Lance Storm, and Christian versus Steve Carino, Davy Boy Smith, Owen Hart, Jacques Rougeau, and Pierre Lewitt with Gene Kaditsky, the special guest referee. Who was the fifth guy? Uh, the second team. Yeah. Pierre Louet. Oh, I, Carl Pierre Louet. Okay, okay, okay. Now I know who he is. I don't think who that was. I'm going to go with Storm's team. I'm going to go with Storm. Okay, all right. Ooh. And yeah, I, tell you what, we'll do two more here. Then we'll turn things back over to J.D. So we'll okay. Show you two, two more here. Might do some more of these tomorrow night on Revolution. Yes. Stuff. Yes. Save some of these. 
Uh, next one here, guys. Uh, JD, we'll go back to you. A light, a light heavyweight championship I quit match. The loose cannon, Brian Pillman, defending against Dean Brian Kendrick, Jim Cornette in his corner. Pillman. Uh, John. Pillman. Bondi. Bondi. Yeah, Jim Cornette. Kendrick. Oh, so you're, so you're, you're going to take Brian Kendrick then? Yes, yeah, Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the last one we'll do here, guys, is a body slam challenge match pitting Andre the Giant versus Sid Vicious with Harvey Whippleman in his corner. <laughs> JD. Andre. John. Andre. Bonzi. Andre. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll save some of these and we'll do we'll do some more here tomorrow night. On that, there's a bunch more here we can do, and we'll save the rest of these for uh, Revolution tomorrow night. So, JD, I'll turn I'll swing things back over there to you. All right, some good matches indeed. Thank you very much, Shell. Let's give you the number again: one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. It is ten minutes to five here on Monday, June the fourth, twenty eighteen. Again, you got yourself the Iceman, Jerry D. Draw, along with the M Suplex Machine, Mr. WCW himself, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And again, I do want to thank Mr. WCW and the Heartbreak Kid, or excuse me, not the Heartbreak Kid, the M Suplex Machine, last week for filling in for the Heartbreak Kid and myself. Of course, it was a very successful episode 143. Next week, episode 145 will be even more interesting. We'll talk about the U.S. Open. We'll talk more about the Stanley Cup Final, of course, which is going to be happening tonight, as well as the NBA Finals coming up later on this weekend. We'll see if the Golden State Warriors can wrap it up against the Cleveland Cavaliers, which they're up two games to nine, heading to Cleveland. Game four, as we mentioned, of the Stanley Cup Finals is tonight in the nation's capital near John's neck of the woods. The Golden Knights, of course, trying to shine brightly and at least tie up the series with Washington rather than be capitalized and down three games to one and possibly out of the Stanley Cup playoffs altogether. How are the Cavs closing in on Lord Stanley's Cup? Or if the Knights, however, still have some life in them and shining bright heading back home to Las Vegas, we'll have to wait and see uh, coming up tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget tonight at 11.30 p.m., John, on Facebook.com at GRHS at Facebook.com. We'll have a lot to talk about, including the Stanley Cup playoffs, as well as tonight's Monday Night Raw show in Houston, Texas. We have already listed five matches that will be on the docket, of course. Chad said, of course, as we said, we will talk more about that tomorrow night as well on Revolution beginning at 9 p.m. Gerard T. Smith and I will have your news headlines for you. John will have your birthdays and dates as well. And who knows what other goodies we'll have as well. And at 7 o'clock, of course, we will have wrestling revisited for you, ladies and gentlemen, the Time Machine Show, where we take you to a time and place in wrestling lore history. On that note, folks, however, before we wrap it up, how we're going to give you our Raw Reigns and also, ladies and gentlemen, our main event predictions, our, and also our hockey score predictions for Game 4 tonight. So, folks, uh, we've got three things for the price of one, as we call it here on the uh, Monday show. Of course, next week we will talk more about NXT TakeOver. We will talk also about the U.S. Open, and we'll also talk about Money in the Bank. And speaking of Mr. Money in the Bank, how we're going to turn it over to Mr. Money in the Bank, however, one of our Money in the Bank cashiers, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the boss man, Mr. Himself, Chad Hinshaw, who will give us his raw rating prediction. And also, ladies and gentlemen, however, he will also give us the rating number for the week hour and also the hockey score for tonight. So let's turn it over to him first with his thoughts on that. Oh, uh, uh, nice Monday Night Raw. Uh, like I said, we've got to step up and do a little bit better uh, with uh, big, big implications, I'm sure, with Money in the Bank coming up. Uh, 
I've got to say, um, you mentioned a couple of the matches here. I'm kind of tossed between two of them, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm tossed between, uh, I believe I believe you said uh, one of them was, uh, was uh, Braun Strowman versus, who was it? Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. I'm tossed between that one and the one between Natalia and Nia Jax. Uh, I got. I'm gonna take the ladies' match here because I really think this is starting to step up a little bit more. So I, I'm gonna take the ladies' match. I think it's gonna be the main event. My okay. And the ratings. Uh, I've got to say. Uh, I don't think it's gonna really climb that far up. Uh, I hope I'm. I hope I am wrong about this. I'll be honest with you here. You just heard me say that on the air, but I do. I do. I hope I hope they get some sort of traction. But I gotta say I'm gonna say at one point nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh for, for for that. And also you're talking about hockey. Yeah. Uh obviously obviously it is Las Vegas and it is Washington. Right? Yes, and Washington is up two games to one after winning Saturday night three to one. Okay. Um how many of the I'm going, to stay, I'm going to stay on the side of uh, on the human suplex machine right here. I'm going to say Washington's going to pull up another win. All right, and what is your I'm score read there? Roll with that. Three nothing. Three nothing. So, uh, shut off the Hopi. Okay, thank you very much, Jed. John, you're next, my man. What do you got? Um, the main event, Owens versus Bauer, and a 1.9. All right, and your hockey score for the evening. Three to one. Three to one, and you got Washington. Okay, I'll go next. I'm going to say two zero. I think it'll be Naya and Natalia closing the show. I'm going to go Vegas in a close one. Two to one. I think two to one will be the score tonight, Tyler. That's my score. Bonzi, you have the final say, my man. Okay. One five. And the main event probably be uh, Seth Rollins and. And Elias. Okay, and your hockey score? Hockey score, Washington, three, Vegas, two. Ooh, okay, so three out of the four taking Washington here. Okay, well, we're going to see, guys. I mean, like we said, we'll have to wait and see. A lot is going to be happening here. And like we said, folks, we're only in the first Monday of June. Of course, as you know, 145 is next week. Of course, we're going to have, hopefully, when we get to 150, I mean, I've heard early reports, and I have not talked to this person in a while, but we might have a surprise at 150 here in about five weeks' time. You never know. We'll have to wait and see if that happens. So now I'm going to let you all know about that, and that will be coming up, I believe, the week before Extreme Rules, however, and that will be the same weekend, I believe, the MLB All-Star Game will be in John's neck of the woods, Washington. In fact, John, I'm surprised you didn't get tickets to the All-Star Game yet. Believe it or not. In fact, what day is that game you're going to between Baltimore and uh, Washington again? June 20th. Okay, so that'll be coming up, uh, let's see, today's the 4th. So that is, let me think, the 5th, the 6th. That's uh, two weeks from this Wednesday. Two weeks from Wednesday. That'll be right after uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. So uh, that'll be very interesting. And as we said, folks, of course, uh, hopefully by that time it won't uh, It's the first week of summer. It'll still be nice out. It won't be humid and sticky. I know it's been humid and sticky uh, down south in Chad's neck of the woods. Well, up here in PA and Virginia, however, it's been 
well, let's just say September, October-ish, like, if you will, in the mid-60s, however, today, and it's feeling really good. It's supposed to be like that again tomorrow and Wednesday before it gets a little bit warmer later in the week in the upper 70s near 80, but it's supposed to be 72 tomorrow again, and I believe 70 or 68 on uh, Wednesday, but right now it's 66 degrees here as we are coming up on the 5 o'clock hour. So there you have it, folks. Again, I do want to thank all of you for joining us here today, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a good show. We will be back in the same time slot next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh, does anyone else have anything to close us up with? Chad, we'll start with you. Uh, yes, I wanted to mention, of course, but, uh, uh, we have a lot of groups to choose from here going up in WWS, and I've got to actually get some kudos out to someone here close to our neck of, our, uh, our neck of woods here. Uh, and J.D., this is going to sound kind of like a dumb question to ask, but I am going to Anyway, who, who, is, who is who is John DiGirolamo? Uh, my father. Your dad actually joined about five WCWS groups just now. Good to hear. Uh, five, yes, including Network News, WWWFUS, uh, the Radio Archives, uh, NWO Wrestling. Uh, so he's joined several. He's about at least four or five of our groups here within the last few minutes. So, uh, yeah, see, I'm trying to get him to listen to the other shows besides our Monday show, Howard, and I know his uh, a couple of colleagues at work are trying to listen to the other shows, too, as well. And we've also talked about, I know you and I have had discussions about this offline, and, John, uh, you probably didn't hear about this while you were in the chat box, and, Fonzie, you didn't hear this either last week. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, Chad and I discussed about throwing maybe a few other groups into uh, the mix, and we were still in the early playing stages of possibly doing that, including UWFUS, and a couple others. Yeah, we're we're still we're still throwing out a couple. We're still pondering a few here. I mean, I I, I like ideas, and also in the works here, folks. I will mention one more quick thing here before we close it out. That we're also still working on on how we will conduct uh, um, awarding new SMWS a world new SMWS World Heavyweight Champion and SMWS World Tag Team Champions. It will either be on the shows or it will be on, in the group itself. So yeah. we have not decided that officially, but we will keep everyone apprised of this. Um, I'm, we're, but we're but but that's being worked on by myself and King and WO on that. So as soon as we let everyone know about how we're going to do that, we'll keep everybody apprised of that as well. And also be sure to join SMWS as well. Uh, myself, I think JD's added a few things mm-hmm. onto it yes, recently. Yes, we've had a lot of SMW old show reviews, but also, folks, we've had a lot of old of SMW pay-per-views how, from the past, how, including some of the finest, how, if I can just uh, uh, here, I can tell you some of them real quick, how, before we get into it, including Super Bowl Wrestling, however, Night of Legends, however, uh, Bluegrass Brawl, just to list a few of them. And if you are looking for uh, all those shows, check out YouTube.com where they will have uh, the entire show from beginning to end. Of course, uh, a lot of big names competed in SMW over the years, including Chris Jericho, Lance Storm, uh, Ivan Koloff, Paul Orndorff, Jim Cornette, uh, Dirty Dutch Mantel, Jake the Snake Roberts, and so many more wrestlers as well. Oh, Stevie, I have one more quick thing. I'm sorry, guys. Sure. One more quick That's thing. all right. Go ahead. And also, of course, as you, as you heard on Friday's edition of Revolution, we had one of our WWS originals rejoin us, and that's, of course, Ronda Rush Wright, our resident yes. independent wrestler. I wanted to give a plug out here, folks, to, uh, um, for, to, uh, to of course, uh, 
um, our, our own, like I said, Rhonda Rush Wright. If you're out there on the independent wrestling scene and get a chance to see her compete, uh, she's wrestling under the name Piper Brooks. Piper Brooks. We'll definitely definitely watch that carefully. And Rhonda, from myself, John, and the gang, we will definitely, we're wishing you nothing but the best. And I believe she's also engaged. Isn't she, Chad? She said she was engaged, I believe, too. Yes, she is. Uh, Rhonda, congratulations from all of us. Next March, she'll be getting married. She told me that, yeah. Yes, congratulations, Rhonda, for uh, your engagement. Also, your uh, wrestling career continued to be very successful from all of us here at the Radio Network as well. Yes, it is. So, JD, going right ahead, and that's all I've got Indeed. Well, thank you very much, Chad. And on that note, folks, we're getting ready to shut her down, and we're going past the 5 o'clock hour, just a minute past the 5 o'clock hour. It's okay, hour, because that's the way we like it. Sometimes we can go a minute or two, even longer than past 5 o'clock, but we're closing it out a little bit here right now. And it's only fitting we close it out tonight, hour, with a very unique tune, hour. The Fleetwoods of Mr. Blue from 1959. We will be back next week, hour, same time, same place, for one. Uh, hold on a second. I'll be right back, guys. Hold on. We'll get this going in, and I'll be right back. Sorry about that. Okay. Well, as a result, like I said, we will be back, of course, at uh, same time, same place, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, and we'll also be back with Raw Radio next week at 3 p.m. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk to you soon. We hope you have a good Monday night. Be safe, be careful, and stay safe out there as always. And uh, just enjoy this weather, however, wherever you're at, and hopefully you won't get over here too much, or just enjoy the breeze, as we like to say here on Raw Radio. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Uh, Iceman saying so long from the radio network right now, along with John, Chad, and Fonzie. We will talk to you soon. Have a great Monday night, and don't forget, 1130 tonight, check out John's Facebook video on Facebook.com at G-R-O-H-S as I dot com as he will have a lot to say. So now let's take you out with the Fleetwoods and Mr. Blue and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night everyone and we'll catch you on the flip side. Our guardian star lost all its glow the day that I lost you. Lost all his glitter the day you said no, and his silver turned to blue. Like him, I am doubtful that your love is true. But if you decide to call on me, ask for Mr. Blue. Ah. Uh-huh.